0: Welcome back to the Trucker CFO Podcast, and thanks for connecting with us again for a Driving Your Dollars edition of the podcast. This time out on Driving Your Dollars, we're entering the heart of tax season, and Colton Lawrence, the Trucker CFO, will be discussing the different categories people fall into when it comes to filing your taxes. Colton spends the majority of this Driving Your Dollars segment addressing the options for those people who currently owe a tax debt to the IRS and to folks who may not have filed taxes in previous years. As you guys will hear, there are options to get your tax filings addressed and to get your tax filings caught up. As always, Colton will be talking with Michael Burns, who is the co-founder and general manager of Radio Nemo of North America. Michael, who is the host of Driving Your Dollars, also serves as the Chief Financial Officer for Radio Nemo. Before we take you to our conversation with Michael and Colton, we have a couple of important reminders to pass along. First of all, Driving Your Dollars is broadcast each Tuesday morning at 10.30 Eastern Time on the Dave Nemo Show and Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. Also, we'd like to remind you that the Dave Nemo Show can be heard on the same Sirius XM Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time each weekday morning. You can also hear the Dave Nemo Show on demand through the Sirius XM app. Now let's take you to our Driving Your Dollars edition of the Trucker CFO Podcast.
1: Good morning, Colton. Good to have you with us. And I want to tell you, it's a funny thing about me, and I'm sure there's part of you that feels the same way. I fear March 1st more than Julius Caesar hated the Ides of March. I swear to you, there's something about this date, and it's a big wake-up call in it.
2: It is a big wake-up call. We are already one month through the tax season. What we've found is there's really three, well, maybe four types of taxpayers. There's the early filers, they get in, they get it done. Those come through the month of February.
1: Yeah. Usually millennials who are due a refund. Yeah.
2: People who aren't afraid of what's coming. So you have those early filers. Then you have your timely filers, meaning they're going to get their tax returns filed as close to the deadline, whether that's the March 15th or the April 15th, this year, April 18th, they're going to file just as close to that deadline as they can. Then you have your late filers. They're the ones that regularly are filing extensions and they get that extra six months. That's category number three. And then you got category four, which is the ones that just don't do it or fail to do it on time, the non-filers. So those four. And So March 1st is kind of that date for us where there's a little bit of a lull in between the early filers and the timely filers. And we talk a little bit about that.
1: I can't speak for you, but I have a very, very weird action if somebody says they just don't know about me anymore. And I haven't filed taxes in eight years. There's a part of me that goes back to thinking I'm looking a dead man. I really am. You have no idea what's coming. They do know you're here. They haven't forgotten you. It may take them a while to get to you, but let's put them on the top of today's priority list because if they haven't, there's some messages that you have for people who just didn't want to rock the boat. They haven't heard anything from the IRS in five years that they haven't filed and they think they're in pretty good shape
2: yeah I think probably the biggest message I would like to get out there is a lot of folks that have taken kind of what I always call the ostrich approach as it pertains to their taxes, meaning they've just stuck their head in the sand they know they've got issues, and as we've said on this show before, we know ten to fifteen percent of the listeners out there, the population in general have issues with taxes, whether it's they owe money, they haven't filed so ten to fifteen percent of you have these issues if they will take time to get of it get taken care of. The IRS just wants to collect the money. It can be as painless as it needs to be. It can be as painful as you make it, put it that way. If people will just take the steps to start addressing these issues, it's much less painful to do it that way than if they wait for the IRS to contact them and they will start doing some things to force your hand and you don't want that.
1: And you said 10 to 15%. Is it really that high that there are people out there
2: that just haven't filed? Yeah, it could be a combination of haven't filed or have taxes that are due, some kind of tax issue. Yeah, 10 to 15%. Those aren't numbers we've put together. Those are numbers that are published by the IRS that we can get a hold of and take a look at. Just generally speaking, yeah, 10 to 15% of the listeners out there have these issues. We want to make sure we can help them. Again, I think I was saying hopefully it was heard, but if not, what we want to get across to the folks out there is it is so much better if folks will get ahead of these issues. Don't wait for the IRS to start sending you these letters. Don't wait for the IRS to start taking money out of your bank account just get it taken care of. Give us a call. We're going to help you. We understand trucking. We understand these issues. And our prices are so much more reasonable than what they're going to get from the national tax resolution firms. They'll say on their commercials, do you owe $50,000 or more in taxes? Give us a call. And then on the back end, they're charging you $50,000 to get it taken care of. Don't do that. Give us a call. We're going to work with you for a much more reasonable price than what you're going to find out there with those bigger national firms.
1: Right. There's also something else you said I want to reiterate here. You mentioned all the IRS or the state revenue department or whoever you're dealing with, all they really want is their tax money. And if you look at it in that way, they're not out to get anybody. It's not like owing money to the soprano family. There's no broken knees involved, although sometimes the Internal Revenue Service can do things that you wish they'd broken your knees. It is really that they just want the taxes paid and have you go on your way. Once you get that into your head, dealing with them is a lot easier.
2: Yeah, it's so true. So when it comes to owing money, there are installment agreements, a payment plan essentially with the IRS. Depending on the amount of money that folks owe, those can be anywhere from really easy to get in place uh, to much more difficult. If you owe less than $25,000 in total for your tax penalties and interest, you can get with the IRS and set up a payment plan, and it's almost a guarantee it's going to get approved. You're going to get that spread over a certain amount of time and be able to pay that back. If you owe more than $50,000, then you're going to have to put together what are called financial statements. There's are specific IRS forms that they're going to want to know things like how many vehicles do you have, how much cash do you have, what's the value of other assets like firearms and maybe bullion, just things of that nature that they're going to be looking at. And then if it's between kind of the 25 and 50, there's a range of things that could happen. Over $25,000, they're going to require you to do what's called a direct debit payment, meaning the payment for that just comes out of your bank account automatically each and every single month. What we see a lot of times is folks will get into a cycle where every year they know they're going to owe money. They haven't paid their estimated taxes, and so they're just going to roll it into an installment agreement over time, that amount just builds and builds and builds. So the payment gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually they find themselves in this situation where they owe more than some of these thresholds and it just becomes a bigger deal. So the IRS really wants to see people be in compliance, meaning Mm -hmm. they've filed all of their tax returns, Potentially, they will want to see that you have made all of your estimated tax payments for the year and not see you get into this recurring cycle of continually needing to set up installment agreements while you're still owing on prior installment agreements. We talk to our clients all the time about making sure you've got a plan in place to stay current on your obligations. So we want to see people get a plan in place if they have these back taxes, get that payment set up, and then stay current in the current year. We're at the beginning of a tax year. The first quarter is coming up in April. Make sure you make those estimated tax payments and get an installment agreement in place for prior years. And then if you owe so much that you just can't pay it, there are other things that we can talk about. But the purpose of this episode is to talk about those installment agreements and what people should be looking for and what they can do about them.
1: Right. And let's talk a little bit. I know we've got such limited time here. Let's talk a little bit about how troublesome this can be. Sometimes people don't find out that they're in bad shape with the IRS until they go to buy three new trucks or they go to refi their house. And all of a sudden this thing pops up and it will stop everything that you're trying to do cold dead in its track, correct?
2: It can, but keep in mind, and this is a very common misconception, The IRS, they want you to pay your tax liability. So Mm -hmm. if you are in the business of trucking, they are not going to take the assets from you that allow you to generate income. A lot of folks think, oh, they're going to come and they're going to take my truck. They're going to take operating capital. They're going to take all these things. They're not going to do that. There may be situations where it can get to that point, but there are going to be many, many steps before that. So don't go into it with this fear that they're going to take your means of operating away from you. No, they're just going to want to see what you can do to generate enough income to start paying down your liabilities. Yeah, it can be scary. We get it. I guess another thing we should point out here is most of the time when folks have issues with the IRS, they also have issues with their state tax agency. Generally speaking, what we do is we will have people work out getting their state paid because it's generally a smaller liability. Get the state paid so that you're not dealing with these issues on two fronts it can become more expensive, more problematic to deal with these issues on two fronts with the state and the IRS. So get the state paid. If you can't, generally, most states are going to have a similar type option to what the IRS has. But knock out the state, get them taken care of, then let's deal with the IRS and utilize the tools available through the IRS to get those issues taken care of. And if you just can't do either of those, or one of those at a time, then we'll work with you to get both taken care of at the same time. Those are some of the high level things. It's really important. I want to emphasize again, that $50,000 level. If you end up in a situation where you owe more than $50,000, your life is about to get a lot more difficult. So keep it under that 50,000 and make sure you're addressing that so that you don't have to go to these higher levels of effort to get an installment agreement in place.
1: Okay. Now, let's say we've done everything, we've understood we got a problem, we get it taken care of, I call you, we get it going along and we have an installment agreement in place and something comes up, whether it's a medical emergency which can wipe you out or whatever situation, and I default on my installment agreement with the Internal Revenue Service. Are there options at that point?
2: Yeah, so once you have that installment agreement in place, you want to do everything you can to make sure that payment gets made. It should be the first payment you make each and every single month. If you don't, if you miss those payments, you are technically in default and the IRS will likely revoke that installment agreement and go back and issue any additional penalties associated with that. The interest will continue accruing no matter what, but that can open up the door for a whole lot more money that you're going to have to pay to get the issues resolved. You just want to avoid that. Now, you mentioned hardship. Say you have a medical issue. If you run into many different types of hardships, then you want to talk with us about other options because there are hardship options that come into play that could potentially result in situations where your account with the IRS becomes currently not collectible. There could be partial pay installment agreements that we look at, or perhaps some offers and compromise that we look at. But generally speaking, if you're just plugging along, you're doing your thing, even if you're making less money, but there's no real hardship involved, you got to do everything you can to make that payment each and every month.
1: Right. Now, let me relate a question to you that came to me through a friend of mine this week. And he said, You're always in touch with the right people and you know the right people to call and so forth. But every single time I try to call the Internal Revenue Service, the phone is busy, 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 busy for hours and hours. What's the best time to call the IRS myself? And I said, never, (laughs) (laughs) which is not exactly the right answer. But I was trying to get a point across. You want to talk about that a minute?
2: Yeah. First of all, it is very difficult to get through to the IRS. We know that. Everybody knows it. It's been in the news. Congress is addressing it. They're trying to do some things to improve that. They have hired as many as five to 6,000 new IRS employees to help with that issue. And we are starting to see some relief on that front. That being said, I've got an example from just last week where a client was trying to call and get through for a pretty simple thing. They waited on hold for over an hour, got connected, and were not able to get a resolution to the issue because they weren't exactly sure what needed to be asked They were told by the IRS person that they couldn't do what they were asking for when, in Mm -hmm. fact, I knew that they could. So I got on the line. We've got some back channel ways as practitioners that I got through in about three minutes and was able to push the IRS on the issue and get it resolved for them relatively quickly. We've got employees on our staff at Trucker CFO that can do the exact same thing. So if you are going to call and you're going to try and do it on your own, the IRS opens at 7 a.m. Eastern. So I would say get on the line very first thing and give them a call, and you're probably more likely to get through. If you wait until the afternoon, you're going to be waiting a long time on hold.
1: Right. Also, wouldn't you talk about this, let's be honest, CPAs, financial planner, lawyer, you guys have your different number than we do. There's a different line of communication with the Internal Revenue Service than there is for the rest of us.
2: That's true. The IRS ESS is what are called practitioners. I am licensed to be able to work with the IRS on these issues and represent people in front of the IRS for a number of different issues. It could be an installment agreement. It could be an offer and compromise. It could just be simply working out some tax issues. But with that, we understand kind of the way things work. We do a lot of continuing education on changes that are always happening at the IRS. We know and understand the labyrinth that is the IRS, and we know how to get those things done more quickly you're just not wanting to deal with that you really shouldn't anyway it's like going to court without an attorney give us a call and we'll help you out
0: that closes out our driving your dollars edition of the trucker cfo podcast driving your dollars is being developed in collaboration with radio nemo of north america and the dave nemo show for those of you who listen to Sirius XM, remember the Dave Nemo Show can be heard each weekday morning from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. You can also hear the Dave Nemo Show on demand through the Sirius XM app. If you'd like to learn more about all the shows and offerings available from Radio Nemo, visit RadioNemo.com. That web address is again RadioNemo.com. Once again, the Trucker CFO team would like to thank the staff and management of both Radio Nemo Productions and Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio for making driving your dollars available to share with our listeners through the Trucker CFO podcast. Now, before we close out this edition of the podcast, here's a friend to tell you more about the offerings that are available from the Trucker CFO team.
3: Do you have a team of tax, accounting, and business advisory professionals who understand the complexities of the trucking industry? There are a number of ways you can connect with the Trucker CFO team. You can visit the company's website at truckercfo.com. That's truckercfo.com. From the homepage, you can fill out the contact us form, which will send an email to a Trucker CFO representative. Also through the truckercfo.com website, you can connect to the company through the find a time to talk button to set up an appointment, or you can use the chat feature. If you would rather email the Trucker CFO team directly, you can reach out to the company through the following address, info at truckercfo.com. That's info at truckercfo.com. You can also call the Trucker CFO team toll-free at 1-800-533-4230 and hit option 2 for sales. That toll-free number again is 1-800-533-4230 and choose option 2. The Trucker CFO Podcast is produced by Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo in collaboration with the team at Trucker CFO. Thanks again for joining us on the Trucker CFO Podcast. Just as a reminder, you can find and subscribe to our podcast through all major podcast platforms. If you do become a subscriber, we'd like to ask you to take a moment to rate the Trucker CFO Podcast. As always, Colton Lawrence and the entire Trucker CFO team wish you the best for continued safe travels and good health as you work to keep the American economy on the move.